0: Everything, everything, everything going to be all right this morning. I I don't drink coffee, I drink tea, my dear. I like my toast on on one side. You can hear it in my accent when I talk. I'm an Englishman in New York. Yeah. Stang, bro. Love me some Sting. Sting, that's on the bucket list, dude. I gotta see Sting live at some point in time in my life, dude. Always been a huge fan of Sting. You check out his uh, Sting live from Berlin. Dude, the business. Or his live set from, I think it's the Parthenon or the, I forget, something like that. Anyway, how is everyone doing? Happy holidays, man. It's been a hot minute since I've been at you. And you know what? I have to say, with the sea of podcasts, the sea of options that you guys have out there to listen to, anybody who still comes and rides with your boy, I so appreciate it, man, because one thing is consistent about me, and that's being inconsistent. I do not pump out stuff weekly or you know on a schedule, which I totally should, but I'm trying to get better at that. I've just been, whatever, I'm not bitching, it's first world problems, but my my job job is just keeps me so freaking busy, I got promoted again, and just whatever, it's kind of... A lot of stuff going on, and we're going to talk about it here today. What the hell's your boy been up to? What's going on in the world? So, um, again, thank you guys for checking us out, checking me out, and, you know, the the, subscri- the description, in the description where you can find links to all the stuff I'm talking about, sponsors, a lot of the stuff I'm going to be rapping about today. The links to, those, uh, links to that stuff is going to be in the description. So, again, as we move and creep into the holiday season, about ready to wind down 2023. Holy shit. It's already about to be 2024 around here. That's wild. Time absolutely flies. Um, so what's been going on in the world? Yeah, trying to stay sane in an insane world. Uh, trying to stay focused on what we're going to talk about today. Just a few things. Kind of an update on what's going on. Some cool things are popping off and I want to let you guys know. You know? Um. So... Some things are developing. I've been uh, asked to appear on a good friend of mine, Charlie Robinson. He hosts the Macro Aggression Podcast. He's an author. He wrote The Controlled Demolition of the American Empire, which is not only an amazing read, but it's that line alone really encapsulates what's going on and what we're seeing in the world, the controlled demolition of the American Empire. None of this shit we're seeing. It's not by accident. This is not organic. So much, 98% of what we're seeing, Uh, is by design. So he has a show, not only does he have his macro, macro macroaggression show, he has a show on TNT radio, TNT Live, the Charlie Robinson show that I will be appearing, uh, once a month. I will be on, on with Charlie, just chopping it up on crazy shit that's going on in the world, which there always is, but. I'm telling you, as we move in here to the next, what, 10 months or whatever, to the election in November, buckle the fuck up. It's going to be very interesting, so it'll be fun to hop on with Charlie and just uh, shoot the shit on what's going on in the world because there's, of course, no shortage of things going on in the world. You got people getting fucking uh, bottom blasted in the freaking Senate room and crazy coke found in the White House. What the fuck's going on in the world? What the hell's happening? But I guess, again, this is all part of... um, Ideological subversion to some degree, the demoralization where you don't know what, what what's going on, you don't know whether to scratch your scratch your watch or wind your ass, as they say, keep you in a a, a perpetual WTF moment. You don't know what the hell's going on. So, gonna be on with Charlie once a month over there on TNT Radio Live to chop it up and. um in addition, in addition to that, I've recently, well, not recently, somewhat recently made the acquaintance of a really cool cat named Eric Michael. He is the co-host of uh, Stand and Fight uh, with Nick Schroer. Uh, Nick Schroer is the uh, is a Missouri state senator here, and I've been on that show once or twice and just take, taken a liking to Mr. Eric Michael. He's a good kid, smart kid, sharp kid, really good at what he does. So we got a show we're about ready to drop on that podcast network called Out of the Box him and I are just going to be shooting the shit about a little bit of everything, man, and just kind of give our out of the box take on the things going on in the world. Um, we're we actually have a meeting tomorrow. We're going to be kicking off our first episode here probably in a, within the next few weeks. We got a studio being built, and that's kind of what we're going to talk about as far as are we going to how much of it's going to be just audio, how much are we going to add the video. Because um, we're still over on YouTube. That podcast network has been rebranded uh, to that podcast network on YouTube. We still got, I think, 20 plus thousand subscribers. So we're going to try to lean into that a little bit. YouTube, it's it's kind of funny over the last month or so, I've been getting uh, notifications from YouTube that this content has been removed and this content has been removed shit from like years ago. So YouTube's never really been a huge fan of, of at least what we were doing with Pat and I on the farm. Uh, but we'll see how much Eric and I can push the envelope on out of the box, but we're going to periodically post video episodes on you, the YouTube, that podcast network, YouTube channel and start populating that page. Once again, with some video, like I said, we got Kenny shed, former Raiders wide receiver got a sh- has a show here on the network. Uh, K shed uncuffed. He's crushing it. Got some talks with some folks to add some more. So we're going to be adding more content, more shows to the pot, plat- uh, to the, to the platform, to the network, um, so yeah, I'm really stoked about that, man. Really stoked about that. Eric's a cool cat, and I'd be anxious to uh, have some have some interesting conversations with him. And that kind of lends itself to, well. In like I said, Nick Shore, state senator Nick Shore, has a show called Stand and Fight, which Eric is a co-host of. We're going to be doing periodic appearances. Well, I'm going to be doing periodic appearances on that show, talking conspiracy, talking geopolitical stuff. You know, just talking that shit uh, every once in a while, which will help us promote our show. But on that same or on that same uh, news talk radio that one of the biggest uh, news talk stations radio stations in St Louis, a gentleman by the name of Rob Carter has a show on there called the Rob Carter Show most appropriately and he has asked me to be a weekly regular on his show. So your boy's gonna be busy moving into 2024 man Rob has a really really dope show. he you know it, it's good because he's not he doesn't allow himself to be pigeon held in a label. I mean, granted, he's technically News Talk STL is technically a a conservative-leaning radio station, but he keeps it wide open, man. He definitely understands that it's beyond right-left. He's like myself. He's an equal equal opportunity roaster, and if he sees some shit going sideways and it happens to be in a party he's affiliated with, he has no problem calling that out. So the Rob Carter Show, you can find his show on Rumble as well as News Talk STL. I I forget the call numbers, but. Like I said, all those links will be in the description here. So I'm really looking forward to that. That'll be kicking off at the beginning of the new year along with Out of the Box with my boy Eric Michael. And like I said, when you when you go to – I mean, people are asking what's up with the Conspiracy Farm. I mean, it's really – Pat and I are just – I mean, we still talk. We're still cool as shit. I love him like Midnight Loves the Moon. We just – our schedules, our lives kind of are in just different places. So I'm not sure what the future holds exactly for the farm. I'm never going to say never because it's our show. We can start it back up whenever we want. Um, but yeah, the archives are always going to be there. The archives, some of them are going to be on YouTube. Like I said, they've been removing a lot of them, but 99.9 of them are going to be on that podcast network. And again, you go to, you go to the playlist or go wherever you find your podcast and go to the conspiracy farm episodes. You'll find all, I think it's 165 or 95. I forget where we're at right now, but we're getting up there. We're getting up there. So the future is still, um, uncertain as far as the farm, but the archives will always be there. Um, on the network, on that RSS feed, I prefer the audio version of things myself. I'm an old school, like talk radio guy, like Art Bell. and you know, I just, I don't know. I, I find, and even through the metrics of seeing who listens and peeps what we've been doing, more people listen than watch. But um, it's always good to have that option, that YouTube option. But uh, like I said, YouTube hasn't been the friendliest to us. But uh, we're gonna see what we can do. We're gonna, we're gonna roll the dice,s as they say. And uh, get out of the box going on YouTube as well as um, some other shows on there. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. So just keeping folks updated on that. Rob Carter, which will be weekly coming up, um, I think, January. Pretty much, uh, yeah, January. And uh, in addition to that, this one I'm really fucking beyond stoked about. So if you've been listening to this show or The Conspiracy Farm, I really have a certain penchant for... This, the, con, the, the story of ancient civilizations. Um, who are we? Where did we come from? What's going on in the world? How do these freaking big megalithic structures pop up all over the world with people who supposedly used, did Bronze Age tools to build them? I'm a huge fan of Matthew LaCroix and his work, Billy Carson and his work, Paul Wallace and his work. We have assembled a team that is going to be producing a documentary that is going to get into all of this, the age, you know, the the origins of human civilization, where we went, what happened to us after, you know, human civilization has come and gone many of times throughout human history. And huge cataclysmic cataclysms have have befallen us over and over again. We rise and we fall and we rise and we fall. It's happened many, 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 many times. In this documentary, we're going to get into one of the, one of the last big deluges, one of the last big catastrophes when it happened and where humanity spawned after that, where did we, um, resume after the many, many, many hundreds, if not thousands of years of destruction that was wrought upon this planet at the end of the Younger Dryas. And we're going to get into it, man. It's super cool, man. It's super cool. It's really based off Matt LaCroix's work. If anybody's been to Matt's, uh, website, read his book, thestageoftime.com. Again, all of these links will be in the description. He's been getting into this for a long time. He actually gave me an acknowledgement in his last book, The Stage of Time, and Matt's been on the conspiracy farm as well as it's me speaking to you more than once. And I actually love I love his passion for this, this topic of conversation, ancient civilizations and, and unraveling and unpacking so much of the bullshit and the lies that we've been given. And through archaeology, being able to place put these ancient puzzle pieces together to rewrite the story of history. It's absolutely amazing, man. So we're gonna be traveling to Turkey. We're gonna be traveling to Bolivia, potentially Peru in Egypt, but definitely for sure we're gonna be heading to Turkey and Bolivia to look at these megalithic structures. Matt has discovered um this this area in Lake Vaughn, which like again from an archaeological standpoint, like he says, with a lot of the things he's found is rewriting history and we're going to have Matt I think he's going to be one of our first guests on out of the box and that will be a visual presentation so stay tuned because Matt's got a lot of uh, like I said visual material And this, this it's so dense it's such a dense dense topic this ancient civilization um, the origins of civilization and the different iterations of how it spawned throughout the world and it's, it's absolutely amazing it's absolutely amazing so that's another thing in the hopper man Heading to Turkey and Bolivia. Fingers crossed. Everything turns out well. I think it's going to be... We've assembled just a ridiculous team. Like I said, Billy Carson, Paul Wallace, Brian Forrester. Um, I'm going to be working with my best friend that I've been best friends with for the last 40 years. He hasn't been introduced to either Conspiracy Farm or it's me speaking to you guys. His name is Sun. Um, he's he's a former Paramount executive and working in Hollywood for a long time. He's, he's along for the ride, too. He's one of the uh, kind of a director, producer role. I mean specific roles haven't been uh established yet but we got this team together got a nice chunk of funding for it so looking forward to traveling to turkey and bolivia um this summer again the mount ararat region in uh turkey in and, and in bolivia we're gonna be going to the pumapuku region um up in kind of that area area of area of lake Tiniwa uh Tijuana, no, i'm sorry lake titicaca um Fascinating shit, man. Megalithic structures down there again, where you're asking yourself, like, all right, how did Bronze Age tools build this? So through the archaeology and through the genetics, we're gonna we're gonna do some we're gonna do, we're gonna do some shit, man. We're gonna rewrite some shit because it, it's the the story of history slowly been rewritten for a long time, but the the keepers of the cheese, the people who want to keep this narrative going, are gonna hold on to it and fight it tooth and nail because the possible implications of history being old and what we've been told, as well as it not being so linear. We weren't so caveman and now we're so advanced now. Advanced human civilization has come and gone many times throughout human history. So we're going to get into it, man. It's going to be dope, man. I, I I pinch myself when I hear about, when I have these meetings, and we're talking about putting all this together. I'm like, holy shit, man. But again, it just, it's kind of a testament to people, man. Just don't stop. Don't ever think things aren't possible. I mean, I i never would a million years would have thought and I've been able to do some of the things I'm doing in this trip to Bolivia, this trip to Turkey with Matt, Billy, my best fucking friend, and, you know, all this other stuff is, is uh, what's that sound? I don't like it. Anyway. So, yeah, that's another thing on the hopper, man. And um, what else do we have? What else do we have? Oh, a good friend of mine. Uh, we call him Bubblegum. Bubblegum Chris. What up, Bubblegum? I spoke to him about a year and a half ago, and he was telling—he's—he's—he's super caked up. The guy's a millionaire, and he's—you know—he hangs with a bunch of day traders and crypto traders. Not—not so much crypto, actually, just more day trading, stock trading. But they're all super caked up. So he comes into work one day, and we're just shooting the shit. And I forget how how we got on the conversation. He showed me a screenshot of an investment he made that day, and it was for—I—if I I remember correctly, it was like six hundred thousand dollars he made. And he said it was from like a $1,400 investment, $1,500 investment. And this was literally day trading. These are people who pay to watch this shit all day, and this is what they do. Buy, cover, buy, cover, you know, buy, sell, all that shit. Um, <clears throat> so we start talking. He hips me up to this company called the it, stock trade. The stock number is uh, IFUS. Um, Let's see. It's like Impact Fusion or something like that. I should know. But um, anyway, IFUS is the stock, is the company. It's, and their job, they're, they're about to revolutionize the game as far as cattle feed. And that's essentially what they specialize in. I'm not going to get into it and bore you guys with it. But I will also put a link to the company. It's like SGP Plus is the their product. And it kind of explains everything they do. But they're about to revolutionize the game. So anyway, when this dude comes in, he hits me up with this. It's a penny stock. And it's at like one cent. So I'm like, all right, I don't i do not really know. all. I mean, I, I know you buy low, sell high. I mean, that's kind of my basic understanding. And, you know, watching Wall Street or whatever the fuck. <clears throat> but it's at one penny over a year ago. Less than a penny over a year ago. He hits me up the other day. He's like, dude, are you still in on this? Because like, I, I bought some. I got in a little bit. But I was just like, what the fuck, dude, a penny? It wasn't going anywhere. He asked me, had I seen it? And it went up to 13 cents, dude. 13 cents, and that doesn't sound like a lot, but if you bought like 4 million shares at under a penny, I mean, anyway, there's money to be made in this company, and the reason I'm just saying this, I'm not a fucking financial advisor, and this isn't financial advice, I'm just saying this because I'm so sold on this fucking company right now, and what they're about to do to the cattle feed business, they're about to sign a contract with with India, with the country of India, and where they have five hundred thousand cows are going to be using this product, and this is just the beginning. It's really, the it, the company's been around for a while, but it's the infant stages of this company, Impact Fusion, uh, Impact Fusion International. I'm pretty sure it's Impact. By God, I should know. But yeah, no, it's it's about to change the game. I mean, it, on so many different levels, it, it doesn't. Their poop doesn't smell. There's no flies. They save a shit ton of money on antibiotics. There's a lot of different reasons to jump into this. And like I said, the video I will put in the description of this episode. Um, But it's... Do it. Don't do it. I'm just saying, jump on this shit, man. Jump on this shit. Because they're projecting this bad boy. It's at literally 13 cents now. They're projecting this bad boy to get up. I've heard conservatively $2 moving up to to $30 moving up to $100 people are people are saying this is potentially the next amazon this is the next apple this is you know you want to get in at this basement level so again just check it out look it up for yourself and as always always do your due diligence because you know what the fuck do i know about stocks i'm only sold on this guy because i know he's a baller and i know this is what he does yeah it's called impact fusion international <clears throat> so check it out, man, check it out, you can easily go to uh, Charles Schwab, open an account, it's free, it's not complicated, believe me, my dumbass can do it, you can do it, so anyway, I just wanted to hip you guys to that little bit of game too, because from what I hear, this is going to change a lot of things, not only the product is going to change things, but people who are investors, early investors, this is going to be changing people's lives, so I just wanted to put that out there, and watch this motherfucker blow up, it's literally at 13 cents now, so... Get in where you fit in. Buy low, sell high. I wouldn't even say sell. Buy it. Buy into this bitch and sit on it, dude. Because this shit—they're—they're they're saying this is going to be creating like generational wealth. I'm telling you, it, it sounds too good to be true. But you know, from what I'm seeing, for it to go for under a penny last year, be at 13 cents right now, and them to be signing this contract with the con- with the country of India. And then that's going to extend to... they got they got talks in South America. they got talks in Australia. they got multiple locations here in the U.S. It's going to blow up. So don't sleep on it. Do not sleep on it. And next, what do we got? So I had on not too long ago Don Sikorsky, executive producer Don Sikorsky. Stud, man. Dude's like all over. Um, he's a journalist, podcaster, investigative kind of reporter. He has this new podcast called The Dossier. And I've been pretty, pretty solidly obsessed with it. And I... I'm not even going to get into the whole I mean all this stuff they're talking about Sean Combs I hate to call a grown man Puffy But what they're all talking about him And the Tupac murder And the rest of Keefe D The timing of this is absolutely wild Because I've really been into this subject for a long time Since I think 2002 Since Nick Nick Broomfield's documentary uh, Biggie and Tupac came out That's where I learned about Gene Deal This is where I learned about Russell Poole And going back to Don Sikorsky Don Sikorsky's movie City of Lies Starring Johnny Depp Johnny Depp plays Russell Poole and so the movie City of Lies is based off the book called um, Labyrinth, which was written by Randall Sullivan. And it basically just gets into the fact that there, are, there were not the LAPD themselves, but there were LAPD officers involved in the, the, the planning and execution of the murder of Christopher Wallace. And quite frankly, potentially Tupac, when you delve into all of this, this is... This is all kind of systemic from the, the Rampart shit, the Rampart scandal. You got the Rafael Perez's, the David Mack, the Kevin, Kevin Gaines's, uh, Nino Durden's. You got all these dirty players that were doing all of this dirt, robbing banks and shit. And murder was on the docket too, dude. I mean, so check out the dossier. It's Don Sikorski. He is the host of it um it's really really well done dude and they really i mean they have access to all these different fbi documents and lapd internal affairs documents it's so so dope man it's if you're into that kind of true crime shit and that's essentially what it is but this happens to be based well most of those are based off real shit but yeah this is based off some some real real shit and the links to which the lapd and the, the u.s attorney as well as the chief of police of the fucking lapd it's the links that with they're going to cover this up simply mostly because a lot of pensions would be gone, but mostly because Christopher Wallace's mother, Valletta Wallace, filed a five hundred plus billion dollar lawsuit. It was all based off Christopher Wallace Beatty's potential future earnings, so it could have exceeded on a, upwards to a billion <clears throat> that the city would have had to have paid if they if they were found if these individuals who worked for the LAPD were found to be involved with this murder. So they've been, they've gone through every link to cover it up, up until up to Greg Kading, the former LAPD Greg Kading and his bullshit murder rap, his book, the documentary. It's all bullshit, man. It wasn't Poochie Faust. It was Amir Muhammad who was the trigger man who was hired by fucking Well, at least David Mack. Rafael Perez was involved. He was there that night picking up fucking bullet casings. Kevin Gaines was there, casing the joint, all giving intel as far as Biggie and Sean Combs' movement because Biggie was killed that night, but Sean Combs was the original target. Not a lot of people know that, but Puffy was the original target and maybe Biggie as well, but the original target was supposed to be Sean Combs. The reason that they weren't shot was because Gene Deal, who was riding in the car with Sean Combs, was train security and he told the driver of sean combs's truck to blow that first light he blew the first light biggie and those guys didn't and stopped and david mack or not david mack amir Mohammed, whose impala was sitting right there pretty much strolled right up and just unloaded on big and that you know what happened was what happened but anyway the dossier man go check it out it's insane. Um, the the cover up because they have internal affairs LAPD paperwork that says the David Mack was there, Raphael Perez was there, Kevin Gaines was there. But they deny it. They deny all this shit. Because these guys, all these cops used to these these cops used to do security for death row. Death Row security was headed up by right way security, which is headed up by a cat named Reggie Wright. It's all very duplicitous, man. A lot of Power, absolute power corrupts absolutely. So anyway, check that out, man. The dossier is the name of the show. You won't be disappointed, man. They're on season two right now. I suggest going back to season one, but they just popped off season season two a few months ago. And um, yeah, got to check that shit out. Um, Let's see. What else do we got? Yeah, so I've been um, I was kind of teasing it a while ago to do. I mean, I hear, it especially around the holidays, I see a lot of, I mean, myself included, but just men in general, there's this stigma about like men's mental health. Men can't be going through it. Like you can be going through it, man. It's okay to be going through it. Just don't stay there. Right. So I've been wanting to do a show or a series of shows, men, mental health, whatever the fuck, whatever title it would be. And I've gotten a few cats who've signed up and who said they wanted to, you know, come on, just, to, just to, sometimes just getting shit out there. Some like this right now. Like podcast, podcast therapy is real shit, man. Just getting shit off your chest. If you got something going on, even if it's not a podcast, somebody to talk to. So I got a lot of cats who are willing, wanting to jump on to just have a conversation, man. It's, you know, again, it's just a little bit of therapy. Nobody's necessarily solving the world's problems or even solving this person's problems who comes on. But just being able to talk to somebody, because oftentimes, man, you just think you're by yourself and nobody else is going through what you're going through, which is just so not the case, we're all going through something, bro. We're all going through something. And, you know, I, I didn't want to do it without kind of doing my own thing, I guess, like putting myself out there a little bit. I mean, I don't want to dedicate too much of this episode to it, but I mean, I, for me personally, I've been, you know, it's just been a crazy last few years, not only just COVID. And I did an episode on this earlier, uh, I don't know, a couple years ago, me, myself, and I is what it's called about some of the shit I had been going through. And it was just, you know, normal life shit, really. But, you know, I I got to go through my shit. I know everyone's going through their own shit, but I got to go through my shit. So it was, it was a lot of shit, man. The end of COVID was super fucked up. Um, living situation was crazy. Job situation was crazy. You know, I find out, you know, I, I lose my daughter's mother. I, I find out, I get a phone call when I move back to St. Louis that my daughter's mother's on life support. Not even knowing she was on life support. And then you know, within a day or two, they take her off life support, and she passes away, and that's just been, you know, still dealing with the ripple effect of that, and that was, you know, we just had the two-year anniversary, if you want to call it an anniversary, whatever, no, this past November 6th, and kind of the reason I want to bring this up, I mean, as far as men's mental health, because, you know, I'm, I'm, I do a lot, I'm busy, man, I never, and this is probably a Something people can really relate to. They don't ever stop and deal with shit for real, for real. You know, I definitely shed a lot of tears when when my daughter's mom passed away two years ago. It was absolutely a blow. That was my, you know, it was my girl. I don't break together, not together. We shared time, man. We shared time and I honor that. And we have a kid together. And, you know, things might have not have ended great, but, you know, I was with you for a reason. And I try to remember those reasons and the times we had and shit like that. So I definitely shed some tears. But then it was like back to work, back to life type shit. And then two years later, you know, November 6th, I happened to be off work that day. And I'm, you know, I'm doing my thing and decided I wanted to go visit her. It was an anniversary of her passing away. Just, you know, wanted to pay my respects because, you know, there's nothing but still love. You know, I miss her. I miss her a great deal. But when I got there, it was just like, dude it's, it's hard to explain, because I, I stopped, I stopped moving for a fucking second, I sat, and kind of sat in the moment, and realizing the reality, that she's gone, I mean, I'm sitting, you know, she's like fucking, you know, I'm like, you're six feet in a box, at least her remains, like, you're, we used to hang out, we used to dance, we used to fucking have a great time, like, I don't know, it sounds crazy, but I'm just like, now you're in this box right here, like, the finality of it, realizing that she's gone, and it just jumped on me, man, it jumped on me, I, I, I hung out there for a while, I think I went to get some eat with my, some, a bite to eat with my youngest daughter, not my oldest daughter, not her mother, but, um, that's another long story, but, I mean, that night, it just, when I came home, I just, I don't, I, I just, not, when I say lost it, I was, fuck, man. I was bawling my fucking head off. and Not just because her passing, because, like I said, the ripple effect and what's happened since she's been gone to, I only had one child with Vivian. She had uh, five other children with another gentleman. So there's other siblings. Um, It's been a tough time picking up the pieces, you know. But I just say that to say, man, let yourself fucking grieve, especially in situ. I mean, let yourself go through the emotions of whatever you're going through. I mean, I, I... I don't know. Maybe it's a maybe it was a cumulative thing, a bunch of other shit too that night. But I was just like, I hadn't cried like that in a really long time. But it hurts, man. It hurts that she's gone. It sucks. I mean, I'm not going to get into like how she passed or whatever, but it's just like all very preventable. But that, I mean, that doesn't almost doesn't even matter. It's like dealing with that loss is something you don't, dealing with the loss of a loved one, especially an intimate, close loved one, is something you can't just, ah, no, I'm good, again, allow yourself to grieve, I didn't, and it came out, man, it, it was, it was, it was still a beautiful moment, man, I, my youngest daughter, you know, she heard me, she came in my room, and, you know, we hugged it out and cried, and I showed her some pictures, I mean, because this is a world she didn't know, you know, my daughter's, my youngest daughter's 16, so, um, you know, just, we had been apart and everything for a really long time, Vivian and I and that whole, and I showed her like kind of the family pictures we had, which was kind of probably surreal for her because she has no frame of reference for that. All she's known is we've been family anyway. Anyway, it was, it was, I was glad I went to visit her. Um, I'm probably still not over it. I'm probably still going to keep going through this shit. Because it's just, I don't know, it's wild. The the finality of of really just losing someone is, it's wild shit, man. I've lost people, but never somebody I've been so, like, intimately close to. You know, I had a child with this woman. It's wild. But anyway, I want to talk more about this. And I want to talk, I want dudes, I want us fellas to get together. And I want guests gentleman guests to come on and talk about whatever it is they're going through man doesn't have to be super super crazy but if it's weighing on you get it up your chest man again nobody's solving any problems just but sometimes you just need that fucking that's just that ear to listen man sometimes sometimes shoulder to cry on that ear to listen man and I'm fucking here bro I tell you what I am here because I know we just oftentimes dudes man we just go through this shit in silence and we do the whole I'm all right yeah no I'm all right all too often, bro, we're not, and that, but that's all right, that's the other thing we gotta embrace, dude, it's okay to not be all right, it's okay to be fucked up, it's okay to be going through some shit, just don't stay there, bro, so don't feel like you're alone, man, your boy's got you, you know, we're all going through it, man, we're all going through it, like I said, we're all trying to stay sane in an insane world, and we all have our shit we're going through, but just don't ever feel like you're alone, so I'm gonna try to keep dropping more episodes, men's, whatever, like I said, the title's irrelevant but it'll be something like you know men's mental health some bullshit something you know it's one of those kind of episodes and I appreciate anybody who comes up and is brave enough to just get shit off their chest man because I, I think it's a I think that's a, it's a huge component of other people having being brave enough to get shit off their chest because it's you realize you're not alone and oftentimes the stories are so kind of very similar and and people are like fuck if this dude can do it I can do it you know and we build a community out of this shit, man. So we don't feel like we're alone. You know, we see the statistics on veterans who take themselves out every twenty-two seconds or whatever it is. I mean, it's that's insane. That's insane. But even just us regular civilian blokes, we got shit going on, man. And sometimes we let it way too heavy on us, and and bad shit can happen. So let's let's try to let's try to not let that bad shit happen. Let's get together, brothers. We are our brother's keepers. So let's do that. Anyway. All right, man. I didn't want to sit here too long and ramble, which I've just done for the last however long. But um, I love you guys, man. And I so appreciate when you guys, you know, whether it's this or the farm or just send comments. It's fucking amazing, dude. Just the feedback that we we get or I get. It's it's really surreal because in my mind I'm just literally sitting here in my office talking to this microphone by myself, but this voice, this ripple effect reaches ripple effect reaches a lot of people, and sometimes in really profound ways that you just don't really get until somebody gives you a message and tells you what you how what you have done or do has helped them or changed their life. I mean, changed how they see certain things. That's fucking crazy to me, but I dig it. I dig it and I appreciate it. Keep that feedback coming. And uh, like I said, all the links to everything I mentioned, um, I will put in the description of this. You guys are awesome. I hope you guys enjoy your holidays. Again, going kind of back to the mental health stuff. I know during the holidays, it it can be tough for a lot of people. So you're not alone, man. You're not alone. Slide my DMs, jump on my uh, email, jmichaelwill1l. I'll add it to the links as well. If you want to holler at your boy. But I love you guys You guys stay safe Be good to yourselves Be good to each other So much love Holla What's up buddy? Made it Another day One more down You should be proud of yourself You really should I'm proud of you I know you got a lot going on I know you got a lot of shit on your shoulders You got a lot of shit on your chest Don't stop You can't quit now You come too far man to worry you. You're stronger than you think. You made it through all them other bad days. And I know these days, they all blend together. Yesterday feels like today, and tomorrow is going to feel like yesterday. It's kind of just the way it goes. There's only one thing you can do. you got to change tomorrow. you got to be better than you were today. And don't forget, your future you needs you. Your past you doesn't. You'll be alright. I know you. You always are. Make sure you come back that we are enatic spheres, spheres, that we are powerful beyond measures. That we are powerful beyond measures. our light, not our darkness it that most light. frightens. our light, not us. our darkness that most frightens. Your playing us. small does not, world. Playing is small does not serve the world. There, so there is nothing in light about the world. There is nothing in light people you. won't feel insecure around you. you. people you. won't feel insecure around you. 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 We we're all meant to shine as children. We're all meant to shine as children. It's not just in some of us. It's in every. It's not just in some of us. It's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, and as we let our own light shine, give other people permission to unconsciously give other people permission are liberated from our own fears, liberated from our own fear our presence automatically liberates our presence automatically liberates others